We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends. Thanks for being with us here today on Journey to Center. The ancient Greek aphorism, Know Thyself, is powerful wisdom and important advice indeed. In the past, I had a pattern of intense struggle in my relationships. What I finally realized was it was because I was struggling internally. I also came to realize in order to attract someone who would understand and love me, I first had to understand and love myself. At that point, finding my authentic shape and knowing myself deeply and authentically became my number one priority. The truth is, in order to change our outer world, we must first change our inner world. Until we do this inner work, we will never manifest lasting happiness or healthy and fulfilling relationships. I love this quote from Doris Mortman. Until you make peace with who you are, you will never be content with what you have. Nothing outside of us can bring us true peace, joy, or happiness. Cultivating these qualities and experiences is an inside job. In order to take responsibility for changing your inner reality and to take a more conscious and active role in creating the future and relationships you desire, there are many fascinating options and paths. We can look to psychology, spirituality, astrology, meditation, hypnotherapy, and much more. Another powerful modality we can explore is the lesser-known art of numerology. Numerology is the study of spiritual significance of numbers, and they can provide us with a roadmap which can help us navigate with greater grace and ease in our lives. Numerology can support us in understanding our talents, priorities, motivations, and our life's purpose. Numerology offers the gift of knowledge and clarity, which are important and powerful catalysts to knowing ourselves more deeply, as well as helping us tap into the divinity within. Today, I'm so excited to be spending time with a numerology expert, Amy Launderman. Amy is a conscious intuitive specializing in esoteric numerology. She uses the profound information behind numbers as an on-ramp to reading her clients' energy vibrations and cycles. Amy has spent over a decade in the service of helping those with developmental disabilities and acquired brain injuries find their independence. She has a passion for metaphysics and spiritual development and a soul's purpose to share her knowledge with others in a very practical and down-to-earth way to aid in our expansion and in manifesting our soul's mastery. So, Amy, I'm so happy to be having this conversation with you here today on Empower Radio. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here and honored to be here. I, I love to share my work. It is amazing. I had an appointment with you last week, and you are so profound. You explained things in a new and different way that was, was so helpful for where I was in, in my life. It just gave me great solace, comfort, wisdom, support. I can't say enough about the work that you did for me. So I just want to start off by thanking you for that gift. Oh, you're, you're most welcome. Your energy is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. And so I'm just really excited about digging into this subject of numerology. And you explained it to me in such a different but clear and succinct fashion that I'd like to start the show with that. What exactly is numerology? Okay. Absolutely. Numerology has been used for different purposes throughout the ages. Um, The way I see it and the way that I have learned and remembered within my own being is um, when you look into science and when you look into the brain, um, we have these amazing processors we call brains that process stimuli, however it comes into whatever sense we're using. So as we process information that comes into our being, our brain literally breaks it down into vibrations and we quite literally count vibrations as considered the first act of perception. So as information comes into us, our brain breaks it down. So an example I like to use is, you know, as I look through my eyes at a leaf, um, my brain neural pathways will break that down and process it into a literal numeric vibration that I will count. Of course, this is all happens in nanoseconds and it sends me the information that it's a leaf. If I were to smell the leaf, my brain would break it down into a different set of processing and still tell me it's a leaf. If I look at a tree, it's a slightly different vibration. So therefore I know it's a tree in our physical bodies, very much tied to our DNA, very much tied to a specific set of energetic frequencies that we have chosen with our free will um, to predestined a very specific set of experiences for our lifetimes. So the experiences that we have, the cycles that we go through, the people that we interact with are no accident. So in that regard, I feel that this is very predestined. But what people don't understand is that it's predestined by ourselves and our own free will before we choose to embody. Using um, math, using numbers, and using the, the metaphysical meanings behind the numbers, which is very multidimensional, you can very much quantify and decode the energetic vibrations that we predestined to set up um, with our free will for us to experience a lifetime. Um, Pythagoras is said to have quoted um, that when God called the world into existence, he worked as a mathematician. You know, we use math as the universal language and numbers, and we very much can apply that as a science, which is what numerology does. It applies the science of quantifying vibrations. So you can use numerology in a plethora of ways. It's a beautiful divination tool. You do not have to be psychic to use it. However, um, I believe everybody has various forms of empathic vibrations that can be identified using numerology and how we understand and perceive information. So the date that we're born, um, the name that we're given when we're born, locks in a very specific energetic frequency that acts as filters surrounding our physical bodies. So it's in our auric fields. So as we go throughout our life and interact with anything, everything carries a vibration, whether it's an inanimate or an animate object, whether we perceive it as alive or not, everything has a vibration. Our brains and all of our other senses are constantly breaking down these vibrations and feeding us information. The layers in our auric field act as filters. So the information coming into me 
through various receptors, whether again, I'm hearing, I'm seeing, I'm smelling, I'm tasting, I'm touching, what have you, comes in through what I would see as like a polarized sunglass lens around my body. It will come in through very specific energy vibrations and it very much defines how I experience life. So again, I can take a bite of an apple and I will experience it a very unique way according to my energetic frequencies versus if you do the very same thing, you will experience it in it in a very unique pattern specific to you. And that's why I just geek out on numerology because it's such an exact science and it holds layers upon layers upon layers upon layers of information that one can very accurately have a roadmap of the experience that they chose for themselves. And most often when I do a, a blueprint reading, as I like to call it for somebody, it just validates what they have already felt about themselves. It validates the experiences they've had. It validates how they think, how they feel, how they act. It validates the spiritual gifts that they have very organically, very naturally. Um, and it's just nice to have that, sometimes that external validation um, to mirror what you already know deep down inside. Other ways you can use it as a very applicable tool for how to proceed and have the best possible reactions um, to the information that has been set up through the cycles that you're going through. That's kind of a nutshell version, I guess. I like, I like what you're saying. And again, it's such a, it's a different way of hearing about this. I, I read a book years ago from, I think it was Dan Millman, the purpose of your life and realized my personal number and it resonated for me, but you certainly explain it in a way that is, is uh, much deeper. It seems different perspective and much deeper. There's just so much information here. Um, and you brought something up, Amy, that I'd like to touch on a little bit more. I'd like to understand more about um, what you're talking about when you say cycles. What do you mean by cycles? Um, from from the, the, the moment that we become awake, alive in, in our lives, we start out on a various set of cycles and these cycles that we live through are, the way I see it, it's, it's a tapestry of, of energy that designs our experience. So we live under, nothing happens, happens to us by accidents or by chance, from my perspective. We live through um, personal year cycles. We live through um, transit cycles. We live through pinnacle cycles. There's various specific points of energy throughout our lives that we, again, have predestined with our free will to experience based on what we choose to um, use as a sole evolutionary tool. So from birth on, you can literally create a map of the energy that you will experience and the tools, the way I like to see it, the tools that you have to work with um, for your soul involvement. So every year, there's a theme. Every day, there's an energy that's available to you. You can work with resistance against it, or you can use it and work with it and flow, and it helps you get into the flow. So you can basically, it's, it's, a, it's very much a way that you can um, um, predict, and I hate to use the word predict, I guess you can know that there's a very set of 
um, specific experiences that you're going to experience on any given day, on any given month, on any given year, that you can use numerology to quantify and kind of divinate out. Um, so there's no surprises. There's no accidents. You can also use it to harness specific energies and work with it. And they very much flow along um, the numbers. Well, they do flow along the numbers one through nine and with um, a point of creation. If you go back into the Bible, there is a, um, you know, a, the story of creation, which is very, very valid and very, very relevant within um, the framework of how we create consciously, unconsciously all the time based on these cycles that we live through. So you can very much predict out pretty much everything that you're going to experience in any given lifetime. What you can't predict out is how you're going to respond or react whether you're going to flow, whether you're going to be in resistance, um, all designed to further expand our soul involvement. So it's, you know, a lot of people like to use it to predict what they're going to experience, but they're not victims of their, you know, some big, you know, oversoul that's decided they're going to do this or that. This is something we very much chose individually for ourselves. And what I have been given and, and know that these cycles continue on even after we choose to move on to our next best place of expression. So after we quote unquote die, these energetic cycles stay with the spirit that we are and we continue to evolve. And when you graph it out, um, it very much looks like a vortex. It continually spirals up. That's interesting. I do know that our pain comes from resisting what is. And I know, you know, I got a hold of you because I was in some resistance. I was in some pain about what was happening and you helped me kind of, um, understand from a higher perspective what was going on and and I felt like actually kind of um lined me lined me up more directly with with my soul my soul's purpose my my soul and I was able to relax and trust the process which helped me kind of navigate through this this period of discomfort so I, I think what you offer is just really so um amazing so supportive because I do also believe sometimes our greatest soul lessons come from the things that are the most challenging. Absolutely. We're trying to learn sometimes best through trial and tribulation, although we don't necessarily have to. It's just how much we resist the flow of energy. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. So it's not necessarily about, again, what you say, predicting, but it's about maybe looking at a map, knowing what's coming up, deciding how you want to navigate through the terrain and um, lending that higher perspective, which I, I just love. So, Amy, um, I'd like to know where you'd like to go next with this conversation. Do you want to talk about the actual, like, maybe some of the, the numbers and what they represent, or sure. what would you like to do next? Well, I can also explain, I, I wouldn't mind going into some of the, the different layers of energy. You know, we won't go into detail on each, you know, type, because, again, you can, there's so many different combinations. Um, it's just not allowed to in a, in a time frame like this, but... I can identify the different types of energies that can be quantified using numerology for an individual. Um, and then um, we can go into cycles specific and then into the numbers and what they mean. Perfect. Let's do that. Okay. So using numerology, some of the core, what I call core areas of an energy body are considered um, very common terms you'll hear, which is called a life path, or uh, sometimes it's called a ruling number. 
This is a vibration that could be quantified using your date of birth. And um, since you referenced Dan Millman, he has a phenomenal book, um, and it talks solely just about um, these life path numbers, and he breaks them down. You, It's considered the main vibration. So again, if you go back to the image of your physical body and your auric field, it's the, the main vibration that surrounds your entire body. So every bit of stimuli that comes through, again, whatever senses that we use to perceive information has to go through that filter first. So that number is key and probably one of the most important numbers to know if somebody wanted to know their own specific numbers. It very much validates how you really perceive your life and how the path you walk. It identifies very specific spiritual gifts. It identifies the very specific layers of empathic gifts and from what I know now that I've remembered, there are at least different layers of empathic gifts that people have. Everybody's an empath. It just depends on what type of empath and how those empathic gifts flow and work together. I believe that learning your empathic gifts very much puts you more in alignment with how you function. Um, and the more that we, again, which you just so beautifully eloquently stated, the more we align within our own energetic patterns and our flow, the least resistance that we have. So that's one of the main numbers. So if anybody goes on to the computer online and I want to know what my life path is, they can punch in a calculator. There's hundreds and thousands of them out there and they can find out what their number is. I believe it's important to know what um, the numbers that make up your life path number. So for instance, if you were a six life path on any given numerological calculator, what makes up that life path is more important to know. So if you are a, a 24-6 vibration, that gives more information and more multidimensional layers to it. Another vibration that's key and core is what's called a destiny vibration. I see this vibration as equally as important. This comes from your, your birth name, and it's very significant. Our birth name locks in a vibration that does not change. As we change our names, it changes layers of our personality. I once had a woman who um, was married five times, and with each name change, she, her personality changes pretty drastically, and you could, you could graph it. It was phenomenal. So our names carry weight, very, very specific weight um, and a vibration. Um, and on just the name, I could go off for a, a whole day on that topic. <laughs> Um, um, but the destiny vibration is, it sounds very grandiose. Um, I believe so many people, and I imagine people have interviewed you and experts, people always come and say, well, what is my purpose? What am I doing here? The destiny vibration can show people what their true energetic purpose here is. And that's not what their career to be. It's not what, you know, they're here to physically do. What I believe is here the energy that we share with other people. The destiny vibration is a vibration in your auric field with which you express energy outward. So again, if you look at your physical body, it's another layer of energy that any, any energy that we express outwardly to our fellow human being goes through that filter. So in that regard, it is our destiny because we're here to interact, create these relationships evolve our souls and we do this through our interactions um there is another vibration which is the day of your birth the day of the birth is um 
can very, very important. And a lot of times the day of the birth of vibration, people recognize more importantly, the characteristics of that sometimes than any other, because sometimes we identify with this vibration and we, we can become very out of balance if we're, if we're not careful. But the day of the birth is seen like um, an extra set of skills or talents that you bring with you in a lifetime. So it's like the luggage you pack. Um, you know, you, you head to the mountains, you bring your coat, you came to be Tammy, you brought a very specific extra set of gifts. So um, it, it identifies another layer of gifts that are very, very important. Um, there's a personality vibration, there's an attitude vibration, and then there's a vibration which we call a soul urge vibration. Um, these are all very much multidimensional layers in our auric fields that hone and help us synthesize how we interact, how we respond, how we react, how we think, how we feel, and the spiritual gifts that we carry the strongest. Um, there's many, 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 many more layers, but those are like the key ones that most people are familiar with um, very much specifically dictate, and they don't change. These vibrations don't change. I believe what changes is there are, right now in our very dualistic kind of dense world, we have a lot of um, um, I guess um, positive, obviously positive and more negative vibrations. Each vibration that we carry carries a positive aspect and a negative aspect and then the balanced aspect. So knowing those and knowing when you're out of balance or in balance, it just helps us communicate better. It, it just helps us really truly know ourselves better. So those are kind of key um things that numerology can do outside of learning the cycles. Yeah, I love what you're saying, because really, I do think it boils down to knowing ourselves, accepting ourselves, loving ourselves, aligning with our higher selves. To me, that's really what's made life um, a lot more fun, a lot more graceful, a lot more um, joyful. It's really helped me to experience um, more heaven on earth, because I know it can be it can be hell and it can be heaven. <laughs> My intention is give people tools so that they can have more empowered, joyful, heaven-like days on planet Earth. So I, I just love everything that you're saying. There's a lot of information here. So I'm really interested in knowing a little bit about what the numbers represent. You know, I know I'm a 34-7 and I was born on the 24th, which makes me a I guess a six day is so fascinating to me, but I would like to know a little bit about what each of these numbers, what the information in each of them is. Um, before we do that, do you, I know you talked about going online and, 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 you know, calculating our days, mm-hmm. our birth date, but there's, there's ways that we can do that if we have a paper and pencil in front of us, isn't there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like the, the, the key easy one for everybody to do is to, if you want to know what your life path is, you add each individual digit in your date of birth together. So mine is adds up to 28. I'm considered a 28, 10 slash one life path. Every number in numerology in math really can reduce back. Um, we reduce it down to a single digit. So, yes. Yeah, so I'm September. 24th, right. 1963. So September's 9, 24th, 1963. So I would add 9 plus 2, right, mm-hmm. plus 4. Yep. 
9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, <laughs> plus 1, plus 9, plus 6, plus 3. Right. And that'll so be that, 34. So that's 34. And then you combine 3 plus 4, and that's 7. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, somebody's birthday is like April 16, 1970. You would put 2, and then you would just keep adding the numbers and then condense the last two numbers down to 1. Exactly. Okay. It sounds complex, but it's not if you have a pencil and piece of paper (laughs) or calculator. It's very easy. And, you know, when you get into, you know, and and the reason why there's numbers one through nine, um, you you get into what's called quantum vortex math, which is fascinating. Um, Every number you, if you reduces back into itself when you add it to nine. So nine carries every vibration. So the numbers that we work with are one through nine. Um, which would also explain each one and what the meaning behind those is when we talk about the cycles after the break. So we are going to go to break. And when we come back, Amy is going to share with us um, some information about the patterns and cycles of what's to come for 2013 and beyond. So you're not going to want to miss this. Hang on. We'll be right back with numerology expert Amy Landerman. Wild animals face many risks at the hands of humans, but the pervasive and unprecedented destruction of their habitat threatens their very existence. More than 30% of the world's mammals and birds are considered threatened with extinction. We're in the midst of the first great mass extinction to be caused by humans. The only humane solution is land conservation and connecting fragmented wildlife habitats. For more than a decade, the Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust has worked with private landowners to protect wildlife by preserving natural habitats and establishing permanent sanctuaries. Creating shelters without walls, the Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust takes a unique stand in the National Land Trust community by prohibiting recreational and commercial hunting and trapping on our properties. Those who care deeply about animals must work together to ensure that wildlife will always have the wild places they need to survive and thrive. Call 1-800-729-SAVE. That's 1-800-729-SAVE. Or visit wildlifelandtrust.org. Have you ever lost a cat? And have you ever wanted to get your cat back after you lost it? Hi there, I'm Andrew Hoffman. I went on this website called inventnow.org. Then I decided to make an invention of my own. It's called the Lost Cat Magnet Invention. So you can get your cat back after you lost it. Just turn it on and lost cats stick to it. That's a good cat. If your cat was hiding up in a tree, it won't be up a tree anymore. It will be stuck to the lost cat magnet. And sometimes they fly toward you in the air. Just listen to one satisfied cat. See, that's proof. You should go to the inventnow.org website too. But just remember one thing. Don't do a lost cat magnet. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. I'm home and I love it. I'm home where I belong. I'm home and I love it. I'm home. It's always nice to come home, but these days, many Americans are at risk of foreclosure and losing their homes. Fortunately, help is available. Making home affordable 
is a free program from the U.S. government that has already helped over a million struggling homeowners, and we want to help you. I'm home. I'm home. And I love it. I'm home. I'm home. Find out now what your options are. Go to makinghomeaffordable.gov or call 1-888-995-HOPE. The sooner you act, the better chance we can help you. I'm home. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Empower Radio. Now, back to Journey to Center with Dr. Tammy Belashevsky. Hello, my amazing friends. So happy to be hanging out with you here today on Journey to Center. We are spending some quality time with numerology expert Amy Landerman. Amy, this is so interesting. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this. A couple of times. There's a lot of information here. Absolutely. You can tell why I love it so much. <laughs> I love that you love it. You make it comprehensive. I mean, it's intense, but comprehensive. Right. So you're absolutely aligned with your life purpose. That's abundantly clear. Thank you. <laughs> and what I love about this work is I say there's job, career, and life purpose. And life purpose is when we're doing what we love, what we love, and we're compensated for it. But so many of us think we have to do things we don't like to make money and survive in the world. But I think by virtue of like connecting with you or someone like you, we can find that there really is a way that we can celebrate ourselves as human beings and be prosperous and, and live a life of, of greater soul and joy and prosperity. So this is just incredible information. Thank you very much. I agree. It's aligning and surrendering to your original purpose. Aligning. I'm going to write that down. Aligning and surrendering to your original purpose. All right. I'm in. (laughs) So, Amy, I'm excited about this next segment. You're going to talk about uh, the numbers, the actual numbers, and give us a little brief description of what each of them represent or the energy patterns that they carry. Is that accurate? Yep, absolutely. Yep. And I'll tie it in with the cycles that we're going through and uh, we regenerate every nine years. So I'll explain that. And then um, as I go through each number, I'll highlight the world number. That'll be 2013 as I, as I get there. Perfect. Let's absolutely. do it. Okay. So again, we're, we live in a, a, a cyclical world, a cyclical universe, um, a cyclical creation. You know, we are governed by cycles. If you go into our, you know, we have circadian rhythms in our body that are directly tied to the rhythms of the earth and the moon around the earth and the sun around the earth and the earth around the sun, where the constellations are in the sky. We have seasons in the world where, you know, everything is cyclical. Humans are no um, different. We go through a cyclical set of experiences, again, predestined, predestined with our free will. So every nine years, we regenerate our experiences. That doesn't mean that we have exactly the same experiences, but we have the same types of energetic experiences brought into our awareness. Each year has a theme. So to calculate out what we call a personal year vibration, very much based on the calendar year. And this is debated a lot in the world of numerology. Some feel that it needs to go birthday to birthday. Some numerologists feel that it is a um, a belief on the basic calendar system. I'm of the belief that it's bo- that is both. Um, I believe that we have a collective, collective consciousness agreement to all use 
the calendar system we're using. I believe there are no accidents. So in that regard, the personal year is calculated calendar year to calendar year. Now there are an extra layer of energies and frequencies that we experience birthday to birthday. These are called um, transit vibrations. Um, then to make things more complicated, um, there are what we call pinnacle vibrations. Um, and there are called other cycle vibrations. And sometimes these vibrations can last 20 years. Sometimes they last five years. So it's, it's, a, it's a variable tapestry of information. The one I want to talk about and in the one that most people identify with the most and the one that I feel is most important is to know and the most valuable tool is to know what your personal year is. So to calculate out your personal year vibration, you would um, take the current world year. So right now we're in 2012 and you add those digits together. So two plus one plus two is five. So the world year, the world vibration is a five personal year. Um, you take the personal year and you add it to your month and day of birth. So I'm born February 7th, so 7 plus 2 is 9. Then you add the world year, which is 5, which is comes to 14. Then you reduce it, 4 plus 1 is 5. So I'm actually ending a personal year of a 5 vibration. Um, I, 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 I experience the same vibration as the world every year. Lucky for me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So everybody um, can calculate out their own personal year vibration. Each year holds a very specific theme. Now, these cycles are designed, again, to bring into our awareness specific energy patterns and give us an opportunity to move, flow within those energies give us opportunities on how we react and how we handle situations and use them to our advantage and find our joy again within these flows of energy without being resistant to them so again every year has a theme so in a one vibrational year um, is a brand new period of a nine-year period of creation so a one vibrational year I feel is, is extremely important in a one vibrational year, it's a point of beginnings. So you lit what, what you start in that 12, 13 month window of time, you will work through, work in and around, consolidate, expand upon for the next nine years. So the choices and the, the opportunities that we take advantage of in a one personal vibrational year are, are very important. Um, it's a year of where people feel very much um, that beginning pioneering energy and they will have lots of opportunities brought to them. Um, again, it's a point of action. So there is um, a lot of higher energy around a one personal year. There's a lot of um, expansiveness in a one personal year. People don't feel as um, insecure in a one vibrational year. They, they have that energy. And if you look at the number one in sacred geometry is represented by a point, it is a point of creation. So it's the beginning of something new. Then you go into a two vibrational year. A two vibrational year is a year I'd like to say is a year where you're pregnant. It's a year where you are just stating what you started in your one vibrational year. So in a two vibrational year, you things slow down. Things tend to, um, you become very, very sensitive. The overall energetic evolutionary 
purpose of a two vibrational year is to hone our intuition and two vibration rules intuition. So in a two vibrational year, the focus is usually put on um, nurturing, gestating relationships, um, nurturing, gestating patterns that you started in the last 12 months. It's a time where you find yourself kind of watching and waiting and laying low. And again, if you go back to the analogy of being pregnant, it's a time where you have to listen to your body, listen to your intuition to decide what to eat, when to sleep, when to go to the doctor. It's it's designed to hone your intuition. So it's, it's very key. Um, people can experience um, a, a lot of more vivid dreams in a two vibrational year and they'll find that they're extremely insightful and extremely um, intuitive in a two vibrational year. So let's say um, somebody is working as a professional intuitive. In a two vibrational year they will have uh, even more beautiful insights and be you know really kind of bang on their job when they're in a two vibrational year and that's harnessing that energy so knowing you're going into a two vibrational year you just know that you want to nurture and hone relationships and you want to slow down and you want to listen to your intuition and you're kind of in a in a little bit of a resting period then you go into a three vibrational year. A three vibrational year, when you look at um, sacred geometry again, the three is um, represented by a triangle. It is all about creative expansion, and it also is key with expanding your mind. So mental energy can reign supreme in a three vibrational year, um, and creative energy. Now, what happens is in a three vibrational year can be experienced very um, joyfully by a lot of people. They find that they're a lot more social, that they find that the, um, it's easier to communicate because three rules communication. It's very much tied to the throat chakra area. So um, people who are, let's just, we'll even use you, Tammy, in a, in a, as a seven vibration. A three vibrational year would be the year that you would find it much easier to write a book um, because the ability to communicate is much more um, supported. So it's great for planning. It's a great planning tool for that. Um, it also can, people can be, depending on their own energetic makeup, can feel very scattered because there's just so much expansive energy around that most of the time, people in a three vibrational year will expand everything in their lives, including even their waistlines. A lot of people tend to gain weight in a three year just because everything is expanding. This takes you into a four vibrational year. And a four vibrational year is... Um, Sometimes, and I don't want to be negative, but sometimes can be experienced harder than other years because it's a, it's like a mini consolidation year. When you get to the four vibration, and again, going back to sacred geometry um, and going back to the story of creation, the four is represented by the square. It's a foundational energy. It very much is um, in the world of form. So... In your period of creation, when you get to your four vibrational year, it requires you to look at all that you have been creating over the last three years and decide what is going to solidify your foundation for the next five years. So there's a lot of purging that happens in a four year, a lot of consolidating, a lot of hard work, um, a lot of um, 
relationships can end in a five year. Um, a lot of people find that they work really, really, really hard and they don't feel like they're getting anywhere because our current belief system is that we have to produce, 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 produce. And that goes very against the natural flow of creation. So um, it's important in a four year, I always counsel people who are going into a four vibrational year to make a list of everything in everything in their lives from their credit cards to the shoes in their closet to their belief systems. Make a list of everything that's influencing you and identify what is serving your highest and greatest good and what is not and be prepared to release what is not because in a four year you will release it either willingly or it can um, just kind of leave your life in a resistant state. But again, the four year is about solidifying your foundation. Do you want to build your house on a solid foundation or on sand? This takes you into a five vibrational year. And this is the one I'm just ending. And I, I very know this one very well. Um, a five vibrational year is all about experience. And a lot of times it's unexpected experiences. So it's also all about change. So in a five vibrational year, you will go through dynamic change. And again, my life in the last 13 months, I hardly recognize it. Um, but what happens is, is you go through all these different experiences. By the end of the year, you truly know who you are. You trust what you really want and you're able to move forward, which will take you into a six vibrational year. And this is where 2013 lands. So again, if you look at 2012, there's been crazy unexpected experiences all over the world. The world the earth, the planet has experienced. Um, now it's time for the world, the earth to take those experiences and put them to use in a six vibrational year. In a six vibrational year, I liken to um, when you want to finally build your home and in the story of creation, on the sixth day is when um, man was created. Six is, if you look at the number six, it looks like a pregnant woman. It's a, it's a much nurturing, um, it's a human vibration. So in a six vibrational year, there is a need to learn balance. So you come off this crazy five year, you have all these opportunities to, to really put to work what you really know, and you need to find the balance. So a lot of people experience um, the sixth vibrational year is fe feeling like they're pulled in two different directions. One direction is that they really want to just put into work and build that house on that foundation that they've gone through, that experience that they've put into so they really know what they want to build. And then the other catalyst is you will have people in your life needing more of your attention. So six is very dynamic. You'll find people needing your attention. And the whole goal of the experiences of a six vibration, again, is to learn balance between whatever you're doing. Um, it's always experience between, if you take the old adage, you know, if you're, a, if you're a working mother in a six vibrational year, you will find your career expands dynamically. And all of a sudden your family needs you and you're pulled in two different directions. It's like the quintessential six vibration right there. This is what the world is going to be experiencing. This is what our governments are going to be experiencing, is trying to find balance with all that we have experienced so far. So it'll be very dynamic. I feel it'll be very positive in some regards, and, and you know, it'll be negative in some regards for people, depending on how they choose to flow.
And this takes us into the seven vibration. And again, going back to the story of creation, on the seventh day, God rested and he reflected. He went within to look over all that he created to understand it. A seven vibration is a year of rest. It is a year designed in our biorhythms where we get to rest and we are not programmed in our current reality to take that very well. So people can experience seven vibration as kind of negative, but it's meant, you know, we all need that break. So what happens is seven vibration, all of a sudden you don't care so much about work. You start to ponder and go inward. And this is when we start to ask the questions. Why are we here? What are we doing? What is the purpose? Um, all of a sudden insights hit you right and left about situations you're in and relationships you're in and Stress-related illnesses can reign all-time high because, again, we're not programmed to flow very well, although I believe we are getting more and more that way, especially with shows like yours. It gives us those <laughs> insights, right? So we can flow, and that's where we need to be. Um, seven is a month or a year of rest. Then comes the eight vibrational year. The eight vibrational year, um, when you look at the number eight, again, back to the story of creation, on the eighth day is when life manifested in the material world. Eight is always seen as the vibration of karma. You reap what you sow in the eight vibrational year. It's the year of manifesting. So this is the year in your nine-year period of creation that you start to truly manifest what you have been creating. Now, um, a lot of people can experience the eight vibrational year very well. This is a year where people tend to have more money coming in than they're used to. They tend to find that they're dynamic. They get promotions and raises and their relationships tend to work out and they get recognition for, um, what they've been working so hard on. Now, again, if you've been sowing all sorts of dark and twisty oats, this is a year where you can lose all of your money and you can go bankrupt and you can, um, you will literally as above, so below. That is the eight vibrational year. Um, also the vibration of it, especially somebody who is a natural eight vibration in their core aura their ability to manifest almost instantly will be profound. So to harness that energy and to use it constructively, um, very powerful stuff. Um, not, this takes us to the nine vibrational year, and the nine is the year of, dis, of disbursement. This is the year of completion. So in a nine vibrational year is when we look at and we disperse all of the knowledge and the wisdom and the, the growth over the last nine years that we have attained or not attained and we disperse it, we clean out our energy and get ready and prepare for a brand new set of nine year vibrations. Um, in a nine personal vibrational year, people feel a lot of endings because again, you're cleaning out your energy to start a brand new cycle. So people can end marriages, can end relationships, can end jobs, can end careers. More importantly, right now I'm seeing is people are ending significant belief systems that no longer serve them. If you're in the flow, it's like a purge, a cleaning house. It can be beautiful and lovely. If you're not in the flow, nine years can be very brutal on people because they feel like everything's ending. The world is ending. It's chicken little kind of a thing. Um, mm -hmm. Knowing that you're in a nine year can help you harness that and go, wow, okay, I'm ready to let go. And the energy supports letting go. 
people also are really drawn to do humanitarian work in a nine vibrational year. Again, since it's a number of disbursement, it's the peak number of change and disbursement. So you, you find you're drawn to sharing all of your soul knowledge, even if you're not conscious of it, with a larger audience. Um, so again, a nine year is very dynamic and it, the work that you do in a nine year can directly reflect how ready you will be for that one vibrational year to start again um, because it's coming whether you're ready or not um, and you will experience it. So again, to be in the flow of these and you can go back from age zero on and calculate out all of your personal years and it's like a checklist. Yep, yep, yep. It's, it's, it's so consistent. That's fascinating. I'm going to go back and do that because, yeah, yeah, there have been certain cycles and themes in my life. And and just listening to you, I'm just getting so much value from this. I've had a two vibrational year and it has been a very, you know, pulling back inward oriented time. And I'm like, wow, I hope I don't stay in this phase forever. I'm not feeling that ambitious. I have written a book (laughs) (laughs) to my radio show, but you did um, tell me next year was a three years. So I'm looking forward to some expansion and participating more in the world, but I have definitely been working on my relationships and it has been very, you know, I've been low, I've been laying low. And I told my friends the other day, I feel like I'm on cruise control right now. Absolutely. But what you're saying really affirms what I'm intuitively feeling and I'm excited about what's to come. And I can really see how valuable it would be to know, okay, well, I have a I have a a four coming up or a nine coming up. So maybe I need to clean my closets. Maybe I need to really look at what my priorities are and let go of the things that maybe aren't so important. And so you're not resisting because again, I think that's when we're in a lot of pain, when we're in our resistance and it can be very confusing, very challenging. So this is really such incredible information. Yeah. And it's, you know, and I, I tend to learn things the hard way. It's, it's, it's ridiculously apparent in my own chart. So I, I have experienced the positive and the negative of all of these. So I'm very well versed in these. Um, and it is, it's a fascinating study and a validating study to go back and look at your own, um, and, and to compare it in relationships, um, and see, you know, again, I'm in a five vibrational year. And if I go back nine years ago in my 2003, vibrational five year I gave birth to triplets and my life changed Mm -hmm. dynamically the relationships I was having we could say difficulties in are replaying out again this year um I just know now consciously that my reactions to them are entirely different um and I'm very empowered by that so it's a good it's a good measuring stick if people want that to know how they're doing I love that. Yeah, like looking at the map or looking at the measuring stick or the barometer to just kind of see how that feels and fits and how it reflects back to you where you're at. And it can be very, again, very affirming, very supportive. So, Amy, what if people want a personal session with you or want to learn more about you and your teachings? How do they do that? Um, I have a website they can go to. Um, I do personal sessions and do what I... um you know, what I call a, a complete numerical blueprint and I can be reached at um, www.amylanderman.com um, and I offer um, to do just cycle readings on people and I do um, blueprint readings and then um, I also do uh, put some writings up. I'm working on that, getting more out there um, so they can connect with me that way. Yeah, that's fantastic. Again, I think you just have such 
such a great brain <laughs> and, and such you know, such consciousness to share. You're, you're just really a gift. And I know that I'm going to go back and listen to this podcast a few times because it will be the gift that keeps on giving. There's just so much information here that it, it probably doesn't go all the way in the first time around. So no, no, no. If you're listening to this, if my <laughs> listeners are hanging out going, I don't think I got all that. You're not the only one. <laughs> go back and listen to the podcast again. Take some notes. <laughs> right. Well, it is. It's very, you know, numbers are so multidimensional and that's it. It is. It will be, it will be an episode. People can get something from each time. I know I do. Every time I do somebody's chart, I think I know it, but I learn something new every single time. Yeah, a lot of layers, a lot of layers here, a lot of information, and it can be a little overwhelming um, at first, but if you can just enjoy it, take in what you can, come back, listen more later, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. There is great support for you here, not just with Amy and in this reading, but in life in general, you know, I think we can all get overwhelmed with life in general, and just to be able to just relax and nurture yourself, take care of yourself, I think that's... Um, that will help transform that outer reality. Right. Absolutely. And to know that there is a, there's an order and a method to what we're experiencing. We're not just chaos out here. There is a, a rhythm and a role. And to know that we created it is very empowering. And again, can help us release and surrender to that. And then all of a sudden we find our lives just start to flow. Finally, um, so much better. And, and then it gets very exciting and dynamic. I think it's true. It's like um, what I see is just getting on the wave, being in the ocean, you're swimming, you're struggling, but then you kind of turn and you get on that surfboard and you ride the wave and it can be very fun and exhilarating instead of like forcing anything you're carried. <laughs> exactly. That feels much better. Yep. Getting into the flow. Yep. Allowing that wave to move you instead of you trying to control the wave, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's why I love the show, Journey to Center, because I think when we're aligned with our heart, our center, and aligned with our higher self, we're moving with the energies that move the planets around the sun instead of fighting against it or trying to be the demigod of a reality in, in an independent way. It's cultivating interdependence right. with the universe. Absolutely. I love that. I'm all for that. <laughs> So, Amy, I'm just so grateful that you took the time out of your busy schedule being a mother to triplets and all that you're doing to, to hang out with us here on Journey to Center again. I'm just, I think there's just such great value and wisdom here. And I'm just in such gratitude for, for this connection and for this, for this time with you. Oh, absolutely. I'm honored to be here. Absolutely. I, I feel the same way. And um, I feel um, there's just a very, very high vibration to your show. Well, thank you. That is my intention. <laughs> and I want to go higher. <laughs> with grace and with you. Oh, no. So I have a three-year coming up. I'm excited about that. Expanding with grace and with ease. <laughs> yes. Oh, my word. So I just want to do a big old shout out to Brent Carey for creating this forum called Empower Radio. I think you're just an amazing human being. And I'm just so grateful that we're on the same team and ascending together in this way and Nate you're uh, a master editor and a scholar and <laughs> a prince among men so I'm grateful to my producer today and to my listeners oh my goodness I wouldn't be here without you so I'm just so grateful that you take your time to hang out with me and, and be part of these amazing conversations and I really want to support you in connecting with Amy and um, if you have questions for me if you have comments if you want a free guided meditation to kind of relax more into your center, you can go to my website, TammyBPhD.com. That's T-A-M-M-I, 
bphd.com. I always want to hear from you. I've got a um, questionnaire you can fill out if you want to have a half-hour session with me. And again, a guided meditation and a report to help you start manifesting more of what you want in your life. So I'm just absolutely honored that you, you hang up with us here on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. So um, I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving and just uh, take good care of yourself. I say if you want the world to be gentle with you, be gentle with yourself. Treat yourself the way you want others to treat you. So take care of yourself. You're in my heart. You're in my prayers and uh, in my meditation. So just love from my heart to yours. Onward and upward. Bye for now.